0: I actually don't care about anything else. Speed, both in people skills and hard work, will trump anything. Speed is four billion times more important than perfection. Speed. When you're not spending any time worrying, you're spending time on executing. That's what a great culture is. It's speed. You're not spending the 15 minutes a day bickering. You're not spending the four hours a day wondering if that person's trying to ruin you. And the speed is a variable for success to me in a big way, Um, hustle, and so patience and speed are very much rubbing against each other, but it's like the diamond comes from that. On your day-to-day work, you have to be fast with the clients. They email you, you email them back. Like your day to day. But your vision, what you want to achieve in life, you're not gonna build it in one year. And so many people have it reversed. In the day to day, they're slow. And in the macro, they want their business to be huge the next day. People talk a big game. Gary V, you're gonna buy the Jets, I'm gonna buy the Rams. Yo bro, nobody, nobody, unless they were a trust fund baby, ever bought the Rams, when they go skiing for a week when they're 24. I am massively, at a global level, patient. But on a practical level and an execution level, I'm very fast. It's, it's really It really is religion and church. When you align on religion, you can go fast and speed is such a bigger aspect of business than people realize and so instead of jockeying and politicking and pondering and posturing and debating for three to four months, we're just in do mode now. And when you're in do mode, you fucking get shit done. So I just went on a huge email storm, I guess, email rant uh, to the whole company. It was great, just huge communication thing about speed and efficiencies. I just got a lot done in an hour and a half on email that will impact our company for a long time. I think it's crazy when Goliath loses to David. Goliath should never lose to David. Yeah. That means bad strategy. If we're David, because it's us versus WPP, like get a fucking rock and put it in his fucking eye. If you don't give a fuck about what people think, you can do everything. The reality is uh, I I think speed trumps so much that I'm blown away by people that get caught up in this and really it just leads to you being disproportionately not successful because you're too slow, you're overthinking things. Speed is the only thing that matters Mm -hmm. and opinions predicated on people's insecurities and ego slow shit down.
1: Absolutely. Gary, so I have been a chef uh, and event manager for more than two decades, and the philosophy has been you're only as good as your last event, yes. you're only as good as your last meal. You have been the seminal figure in deconstructing that, so thank you. Um, now, in the social media realm, can you speak to that of not letting the perfect be your enemy and just?
0: I, I, I think the imperfect, so first of all, I think intent trumps all and I think the second you really understand what I just said you become far more you know lucid in your communication I'm never scared to doing the wrong thing tweeting the wrong thing promoting too much because I'll apologize if I really feel like I was wrong I actually consulted one of my clients to do something wrong on purpose so we could say we're sorry because I think the sorry is more valuable than the status quo. I mean, it's crazy. So the reason I'm not crippled by perfection or has to be perfect or anything of that nature, as a matter of fact, the one thing I've been most scared about with this book coming out is people critiquing what I'm putting out content wise. Against your own speech. Against my own speech because what I'm doing is I'm still testing. So I'm still putting out links that auto-populate the pictures on Facebook because I'm always testing and I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be tough to explain because somebody's gonna jump in and be like, Gary Vee, you just you know, wrote a book about, you gotta make a picture, why are you doing this? And so, you know, i have never crippled by it because intent matters. Because when I reply to that person and say, listen, I'm still testing baseline because Facebook's always changing, they're like, oh, there's like more value for me to continue the smarts than me being crippled by doing the wrong thing. So I think it's quite simple. I think that if you're willing to respect your, your, your haters or the people that don't agree or the people that are upset with your last meal, as long as you're willing to respect them and have true dialogue, you can't lose. My big thing is that I genuinely don't think most things matter and so and so I'm very big on uh, lack of ego is why I'm good at delegating. I actually think way too many people suck at delegating because they're egotistical um, and they don't deploy enough humility and they actually are micromanaging out of their own insecurities um, and so I uh, I'm, it's very easy for me to delegate because um, because I trust people and I trust them up front. You know my dad always says you've got to earn my trust and I always say I'm giving you trust and you've got to lose it and actually it's kind of hard to lose. I think that's allowed me to go fast. It's allowed me to scale. Uh, I think it's a differentiator and I don't think anything can really cripple me and so I give them the room. Uh, I think delegation has a lot to do with ego and, uh, and insecurities. Um, and I watch and I'm able to do a lot of things by giving people room and uh, and to me, if I'm doing 97 things and 97 people are helping me and they're all ranging from, if a 10 was perfect execution, from a 4.2 to a 9.7, doing 97 things from a 4.2 to a 9.7 is a hell of a lot better than doing one or two things at a 10.0, it's a net score game. And that's how I'm wired, and that's how I strategize. And then I, and then as people prove that they can do 9.2, 8.7 work, I move them up. And if they prove they can do 11.0 work, I remind them that they maybe should be doing something up for themselves. And so that's that's the bottom line.
1: Hello. Hey. Um, I'm Bart. I practiced my uh, question so many times that I lost my voice. So that's. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, amazing. Um, first of all, I would like to thank you because um, I started my career as an entrepreneur by trying to build the next Facebook. But uh, thanks to um, your speeches on self awareness, I, I came to realize that I lose sleep over borrowing 100, 100 euros from my brother. So, you know, I probably will never build the next Facebook, that, <laughs> having that in mind. So, uh, a year ago, um, I started to uh, build a data migration company. You know, organically, so um, I landed a big customer and now uh, I get paid every day and I'm developing my stuff. And we went live in production uh, in Chile uh, in December. And now this year, for the same company, we will do USA, um, Mexico and Canada. So it's going really great. Um, But my question to you was, you, you talk a lot about patience. So, but you also talk sometimes about speed. And patience for me, that would be, you know, continue with the same, with the one... Can I
0: answer you real fast and you'll understand it forever? Okay. Macro patience, micro speed.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. okay, And let me (laughs) expand on it because that (laughs) didn't work. Fuck. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Back, back, back. Macro patience. You're a young man. Building something meaningful, a relationship, a business. It takes 10, 20, 30 years. On your day-to-day work you have to be fast. Uh, with the clients, they email you, you email them back. Like, your day-to-day, but your vision, what you want to achieve in life, you're not gonna build it in one year. And so many people have it reversed. In the day-to-day, they're slow, and in the macro, they want their business to be huge the next day. So you need to reverse it.
1: So, so if you have to make the decision between, uh, in my case, building a better framework or focusing on that or trying to find more customers what would you what would you advise knowing that i don't need the money of yep. new customers right now both okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so and so here's another ver- here's an answer of both number one how hard are you working i don't know if you're working tw- 12 hours a day I feel like you could work 17 if you want, right? Number two, if you're working every hour and you can't work more, with the money that's coming in, too many young people and too many young businesses, when they start having money come in, take it for themselves. They want to buy a good watch, they want to buy a good car, they want to buy fancier shoes. What I would do is, when my first money, so here's my story, this is not advice I'm giving just for fun, this is my life. I walked in my dad's store, It did $3 million a year, 10% gross profit, $300,000 in profit before expenses. We had no money, I was making $40,000 a year, 37-4, actually. And I built that business from three to 45 million in the first kind of four or five years, and five years later, five years later, this is doing $45 million in sales, and I'm making $40,000. This is the advice I gave. And by the way, I was in my 20s and a guy the exact time if you're making that kind of money that you want to use it to do guy things, right? I put it back into the business, I hired four more managers, six more managers, seven more managers, I did more advertising, I built a business. So if this money's coming from Chile into US and Mexico, hire people, then you can do both.
1: Okay, thanks. Johannes asks, how do you balance speed, hustle, and patience?
0: (laughs) Johannes is such a great name, I really like that. It's like, Johan and Pocahontas. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, seriously. (laughs) Johan. You weren't thinking that? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that Johan Santana was dating Pocahontas and they were known as a couple as Johantas. Johan Santana is a real baseball player, lefty, and Pocahontas is obviously Pocahontas. Okay, let's go to it. Uh, Obviously, Uh, this is, (laughs) I got it, Johannes, Uh, right? (laughs) Uh, This is the best question because the truth is, um, I really believe that Uh, I'm a bridge, right? I'm pulling equally, very aggressively from both sides. That I'm a human contradiction. That if you really watch the show and it throws people off as they get deeper into my content, that oftentimes I'm saying things that contradict themselves because the truth is they both live in real life at the same time and it's about finding that cadence and balance to guide through. I am massively, at a global level, patient. Uh, but on a practical level and an execution level, I'm very fast, right? So it's 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 really it really is religion and church, right? Like at the highest, like at the theoretical, at the at the at the gray levels, I'm patient, long game. I, I'm aware that as long as I'm alive, I'm playing the businessman game, and 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 it doesn't end tomorrow, and if it ends tomorrow, I don't know the outcome anyway, because I'm dead, right? And so, and, but in real life, I understand it's a race, and the speed is a variable for success to me in a big way. Um, hustle, and so the, the patience and speed are very much rubbing against each other, but it's like the diamond comes from that, right? Like, and so that's, that's the thing that I think about. I, I don't, I, I find it very easy to do both. You have to understand, there's people that are both in practical and philosophical terms and they have different outcomes. AKA, there's people that philosophically are not patient, they're impatient, and they're fast. And they look like the bad version of what I am, right? They're like hustlers and they're like like doing everything for themselves and they're not patient. They don't care about the long game and they're just gonna take. And they're just gonna take and take and take and they're gonna take fast and they're gonna gather, and, and I think that that society, the game rewards them, and there's a lot of millionaires and billionaires that didn't do it the right way, and that's what I think they look like. Then, there's a lot of people that are massively patient and slow, and those are the enormous amount of people that, you know, in a business context, not in life, they're probably some of the loveliest human beings that have ever been made, because they're slow, and they're patient, and everything's just lovely, and let's just like sit on the porch, and. You know, drink peach tea for the rest of our lives, and like, like, go slow. Just go real slow. Like, like, let's sit and look at stuff. Like, like, let's sit on the porch and look. Like, look at stuff. Like, a car just drove by. Great. Like, I mean, like that. You know, is not interesting to me either. Um, and and so that exists. So I actually think what what I do exists a lot. I think there. I think it's the likable you know, aggressive person and that's, you know, they're out there and there's a lot of winners that are good people. I really think that and I think, if you look at my analogies, the speed part is really valuable, right? Like, like if you're speedy and selfish uh, and impatient, um, you know, I, I think the other thing about the, uh, the lack of patience and fast, you don't have to be a bad person, I think it leads to mistakes, right? That's another variable layer here. You know, uh, it's funny that my brain went that first narrative. Here's a second narrative. You're going fast. You're not patient, so you rush the outcome and you leave money on the table. You sold the company too soon. You uh, you, you 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 weren't as profitable as you could have been because you missed things because you didn't see it because you weren't tactful. Um, and so, you know, I think uh, I think it, 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 it has essence of strategy. Um, you know, somebody once said. Uh, to me about Vayner, uh, Gary, you guys are so interesting. He, he was trying to zing me a little bit that we weren't strategic enough. He said, you're so interesting, but he's like, when you get into the house, uh, I feel like a lot of times you guys just run through the glass window instead of opening the door. Like, it was a funny analogy, and then I looked at him and said, yeah, but we're gonna own all the homes.
1: Coach asks, Gary, we spend all of our time pouring our creativity into projects for our clients. So that when it's time to shift
0: gears and focus on our brand we're exhausted how do you keep it burning for both coach the simple answer here is very simply that you need to (laughs) you need to work harder and faster there's really nothing else i mean how do i i'm exhausted every day but i'm making enormous amounts of things happen in my 18 hours right not only am i working 18 hours but i'm working fast as hell in those 18 hours and i'm prioritizing what's important and what's not. And so, you know, I guess the the answer to your question is, we're all different. I mean, if you need to be A-type and rigor and organized, I would just schedule non-negotiable time for your personal brand, if that's important to you, from 6 to 7 p.m. because you have that whole day to like kind of check the box that you want to, and you've just got that time, it's just allocated. Uh, maybe that time is up 10 to midnight. Um, but really, there's no magic answer here. The answer is more time and faster within that time. I think the faster part confuses a lot of people, right? I always talk about like stop watching lost, sleep less. But there's another variable. Be much faster in the hours that you're actually in. Like these guys can tell you there is not a second that's down. I love when people are like, oh, I work 10 hours a day, and then when I audit them, there was like 15 minutes here where they watched our YouTube video. like I mean, like just ludicrous. Like, Every second, like we fight for minutes here. We fight for seconds here. I wish there was other cameras showing you how hard the bobbleheads are on the crew here. Every minute, and so like my gut is because I, when I thought I was the biggest workaholic that ever lived from 22 to 30 in running Wine Library, but I had enough time to bullshit about baseball with Brandon for nine minutes, or talk to my dad about something for 15 that made no sense, that didn't matter, or went to ESPN.com to just check Jet Score. Like I had time, I had time. I'm dramatically faster at 39 than I was at 29, and I'm working more hours. That's how it's happening. I know the answer. I lived it. I, I am making fun of 29-year-old Gary Vee for all the spewing that I do. That dude wasn't as fast and didn't go for as long every day. And that's just how I've done it. Hey, podcast listeners! Uh, big ups. I'm putting on my Gary Vaynerchuk, CEO of Vayner Media, hat right now. Not the Gary V that all of you love so much, or at least are curious of, or actually are starting to hate. I, I have no idea how you feel, but I love you, nonetheless. Uh, we're a year into it, uh, not even really, but one of the most exciting things that Vayner Media sells, besides the million-dollar scopes for the biggest brands in the world, is this concept of 4Ds. Do I have a URL for this as I'm doing this? Is it, can, can you figure it out while I'm yapping DRock? Anyway, 4Ds, Daily Digital Deep Dive, a consulting product from Media that has crushed uh, for us and has had a huge impact. I just came back from Agent 2021. I know this is a post uh, announcement for the podcast, but I'm gonna run this for a while. So that was in January if you're listening in May, uh, but I know it's February right now. Nonetheless, um, uh, a $10,000 immersion day where you come in and you learn from our creative team, our media team, our consulting strategy team, like just a complete get in here, kind of like Disney and Zappos does, have your company pay for a $10,000 consulting strategy day here in New York City, we're also now doing it in London, details are on VaynerMedia's site, vaynermedia.com slash 4 Slash services slash four D's. Can you create a Gary V's? No. Create a Gary V for me. Get
1: Media
0: slash four Hold on everyone. Go. Stick with me here. DRock's going. If not, I'm gonna create a Gary V sure. Great. Vaynermedia.com slash four D S, right? Yep vaynermedia.com slash 4DS, the four D's, the daily digital deep dive. It is changing small and medium sized businesses' worlds. Go on the website to get the dates or go to Gary Vaynerchuk's website, garyvaynerchuk.com, and go to events and see it there. I'm in there for an hour doing kind of my one-on-one Q&A, personal fix your business, grow your business, expand your business session. It has exploded. I am now completely confident in this product. At first I was like, oh, 10,000, can we make it worth it? Hearing the ridiculous stories of I came to your 4Ds and was doing 280,000, now we're doing 2.2 million. To be very frank, I'm thinking about raising the price. I wanna make sure the podcast world knows about it. VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS or GaryVaynerchuk.com, hit the events tab, come and check out the 4Ds. I'd love to see you in New York or London. Go see the dates, sign up. This will change your business. See ya.